0: Welcome to episode 61 of our podcast, Sipping Sports. I'm Dave. This is Chris. Chris, how are we? What's up, y'all? How are we? Great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great week. Well, yeah, because it's Thursday. Thanks for sticking with us. Day later. Yeah. Day later. I mean, business never sleeps. Some of us, you know. Some of us. City of Boston.
0: Yeah. I actually didn't hear as many people talk like that as I wanted. Really? i don't know why i don't know if it was just because i was in the wrong area but like, like i said they really also didn't talk to that many people but like the waiters and waitresses i was waiting for right yeah. there. Maybe like, they're not locals yeah yeah i guess why would they if they wait you're saying like they're not from boston right yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: but we're back uh so you'll be listening to
0: this on friday so, happy weekend. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. What's the top one you got for him this week, David? Okay, so last week, after season's ending, we had more coaches getting fired. So, so far, out of the big names, you have Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, 76ers, Nick Nurse, Raptors, Mike Budenholzer, Bucks, Monty Williams, Suns. So, out of those four, mm-hmm. three of the last five coaches of the year were in that group. Okay. In the last four years, two of those four have won a championship. So how are you going to upgrade with not that coach? Well, how are you going to upgrade? You're not, no offense, these coaches that are going up, these coaches that are getting interviewed, these coaches that are doing whatever, are not, no offense, Mark Jackson, is not better than any of those four. They're not. They're not. They're not, though. Sometimes you just need to change up. I think it's hard because it's like Monty Williams, I get it. You are on the Suns. I get that. But like, but also at the same time, you didn't even have Kevin Durant the whole year. You didn't even have the super, one of the two parts of your superstars the whole year. You didn't even let me build around the team.
1: I agree. I don't think Monty Williams should have gotten fired.
0: I understand. I guess to a certain ex, certain extent, Doc Rivers, where it's like, I, right, you haven't really shown a lot of postseason success. Mm-hmm. You have these great players. James Harden is probably going to opt out. He's probably going to go find a new home. But like. You have the MVP who wasn't really the MVP in the final games. But. Okay, so
1: that's the other. So then keep going. Mike Budenholzer.
0: Just won a championship, what, two years ago? They also didn't have Giannis in the playoffs. They were
1: missing. uh, Not last year and not this year. But the year before. So technically three years ago. Three years. So Mike Budenholzer.
0: So I don't understand that. You didn't even have your best player for three of the first round games. And then he was playing with a back injury.
1: Yeah, I think that one's Chris tough. Middleton has,
0: was hurt the whole year, too.
1: Well, that one's tough because they stunk it up last year.
0: Yeah, it was kind of two in a row.
1: And they got bounced early, way earlier than they should have. And yeah. then this year, they lost in the first round as the one seed. So that's like. Weren't they the
0: overall one seed? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. yeah.
1: So then it's like, all right, it was two years in a row, severely undershot the. Expectations, yeah, especially in the playoffs. Like,
0: yeah, maybe yeah but we, I think we it, should
1: try. To, I don't know if any of the guys that they're uh, interviewing. interviewing are going to be the answer, but right.
0: At, I, I mean, I, it I, I understand. Comes down to the and like that's my point. Like with Nick Nurse, I understand the Nick Nurse thing. Like the Raptors kind of almost just have to rebuild. Like they were. I don't even think they made the playoffs this year. Were they in a playing game? They did not make yeah. the playoffs. They were yeah. in the draft lottery. Yeah, so it's like they obviously sure that turning tides and doing whatever, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, like like you said, these coaches that are going to replace them are not better. All four of these coaches are going to go find a home somewhere. You have to imagine.
1: Probably. I I think it's
0: also hard with Mike Booneholzer. You're lost to the Heat. Yes, you were the one seed. They were the eight. The Heat could very well make it to the championship. They could. They look like a potential championship contender after taking game one from the Celtics. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think Doc Rivers is just past, past... He'll go somewhere else, though. Right, and he'll go somewhere else, too. And I think all these guys really will go somewhere else. I think Mike Budenholzer will have to be the top candidate for sure. For somewhere. Where? No, for somewhere. I don't know who else needs a coach. But um, I think he's shown very much success. I guess I don't really know who needs a coach, either. Like, you haven't heard about anyone else firing coaches besides these guys. Well, the Rockets already hired a yeah? guy. That's what I'm saying. And the Rockets would have been a team at some point... The Spurs have to get rid of Pop, I mean, at some point. They're right? not going to get rid of him. They're just going to keep going with shitty teams. They're going. He's going to be done when he-, he wants to be. He has to, what, have a few more years? There can't be a lot more years left. There's no reason for him to leave now. We'll get into that a little later, but yeah, there's man. literally no reason to. I know, I just Why think at some point you have to do something. You can't, I mean, I get you got God's gift to earth coming to you apparently, but let's say, so silly, you don't make the playoffs next year because the rest of your team stinks. No, we're going to talk about
1: that, you know, that long, is, a little bit later.
0: I think it's wild that it's like, hey, you're almost better off, and we talked about this off script, you're almost better off not being the best teams. Because if you don't make it to the championship or win, you're fired. What? Doc Rivers, gone. Boone are gone. Magic Williams, well, they, one of the favorites to win the championship. They were supposed to be way better than they were. Yeah, I get it, but you also, I think, it has to at some point take into consideration injuries. Why is Steve Kerr not on here? They were, they were supposed, they were the second, they were behind the Suns projected to win the championship. Yeah, but they also
1: have won more than those guys. Recently, they
0: have four rings. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he's only bit Mike Bornholzer's not been the Bucks coach for that long. Isn't it what you can you what can you do for me now? That's what we're talking about with and these guys. The Warriors won last year. Yeah, and they the Bucs won the year before. Well, yeah, that's
1: two years, and they severely undershot the expectations the last two years. The and Warriors Mike Budenholzer
0: was not. coach of the year. Steve Kerr was not coach of the year any of the last five years. Was he not? No, because you had Mike Brown, and then you had somebody else. So that's what I'm saying. I I just don't get. I don't get what you want these guys to do. But we'll uh, see. He'll find him. All right, uh,
1: we're switching gears. Tennis. Djokovic lost in the first, or in the quarterfinals of the uh, Italian Open. And I also Big saw Nadal. Upset.
0: Nadal pulled out of something. Pulled out of the most recent Grand Slam. With an injury? Yeah, injury,
1: groin injury or something. You just, I mean, it might be a change in the guard. And then Kyrgios uh, is out because of an injury too. He pulled, yeah, he. Yeah, I, well, here's the thing: is he got
0: uh, robbed or? Yeah, it was something. like a robbery. It was an injury during a robbery, something. Yeah. But I think also at the same time what's crazy is there's that guy who's number 1. I can't even think of his name right now.
1: It's the Spaniard, right? Yeah. It's
0: uh what is his Starts name? of the C? Yeah, what's his name? No, technically Djokovic is number 1. Really? Yeah. LeBron James just tried to go windmill dunk, put it out of bounds. Uh, but he lost to Holger Rune. I also did that. There was a clip of that guy playing him. (laughs) The guy, Djokovic, like, made a great play and, like, basically set him up right by the net. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) the guy spiked it, and he hit Djokovic in the back of the leg. Like, Mm -hmm. spiked it. Like, almost right at him. And Djokovic just turned around and, like, mean-mugged him the whole time. And then he
1: ended up losing to the guy. You're probably not supposed to do that.
0: Well, you have the whole court. I I don't think it was on purpose. Oh, Alcaraz. Yeah. Alcaraz is like the new up and coming. He's 20 yeah. years old. Him and Kyrgyz. I mean, it actually might pass him up. now because he's five five points. I don't know how you do with 0. points. Oh, oh, five. Wait, what? That's a 6,700. Oh, five points. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was 6.775. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's still so be. Yeah. But I think it's he's like the new guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's young. 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah, so.
1: Change into the guard. Watch out. Yeah, tennis. Djokovic might be done. Crazy. All right. We're going to keep rolling. Minnesota Minute.
0: Yeah, not a lot of teams. Twins, 24-20, and 20, currently first place still. They're playing the Angels in oh, San yeah. Francisco coming up. Minnesota United, back on the winning streak. They beat Houston 1-0. They play Portland coming up. Gopher Softball made it to the NCAA Tournament. They are playing in the Seattle Regional. They play nice. McNeese State coming up. Like that. Minnesota Gopher Baseball went 1-2 and two against the ranked Maryland Terrapins. And they play Rutgers That's coming up. Good. Yeah, they're starting to, I guess, figure it out. They win, I guess, one of two. They go one and two a lot. Okay. At least they're getting one. Minnesota Windshield did not play last week. They played Pittsburgh here coming up with their second game. All right. So, there's not a lot of teams. There is not a lot. Well, and the
1: softball is about to be done. So, baseball is still playing regular season? Baseball has one more, and then they have theirs. Okay. Why is that so delayed compared to
0: the the softball? That I don't know. They probably don't want to do it at the same time, though. They don't play yeah. in the same fields. I know, but you don't want to have. It's like you don't want to have. Basketball
1: like you want, does it at the same time.
0: No, basketball March Madness was earlier. What? Thought, wasn't there? When was the college? When was LSU's game? LSU's game was not at the Sunday. same. Sunday, and that was the same day as the national championship. The day before. Really. That's yeah. stupid. That's the dumbest thing to do because then you lose all publicity. Like, if this is the NCAA tournament... And, Grant, this is only the regionals and super regional. If you're, if you're playing the NCAA tournament on the same time as the men's, you're not going to get TV time. No, it's not the same time. It's
1: the day before.
0: No, what I'm saying... Like, right now, what I'm saying is if you're all, the only team playing in your playoff, you're going to get all the TV time. That's a great strategy. The women should do it differently. The women should do it a week before. For March Madness. Madness yeah. If you do it the same weekend of March Madness... How many how many women's March Madness games did you watch? Maybe the championship. Maybe LSU. Yeah, the semifinals. So the last four games. That's what I'm saying. So if you do it on a different weekend or a different time, it's the only thing on TV. Hmm. I mean, they were just staggered a little bit. It doesn't matter when they did it. Nobody watched it. You just said you didn't watch them until the last four games. Oh, plenty of people watched them. The last four games. It was busy. What are you talking about? going on. Did you miss very many college basketball games? Busy life. You didn't miss very many college basketball games, I can tell you that. Your betting thing, Dan. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, just
1: saying. You need better scheduling. I think the scheduling for basketball's fine. Like softball could bump it back a bit, or baseball can bump it forward a bit. But anyways. Nice. Alright, betting recap. Uh NBA. I was four
0: and four. Yeah, you're not making not a lot bad. of NBA bet stuff.
1: Not bad. Uh David,
0: you were nine, six and one. Yep, over five hundred. Also pretty good. Decent, so good job. I know he's not going to mention this, but if anybody follows us on the Action app, Naram's close to two hundred. Not ninety <laughs> units.
1: My unit uh, picking has been a little bit off. Yeah, Nairam
0: needs baseball to start going back to what it first started at. Yeah, baseball which was well. Yeah, and not
1: so well anymore. But anyways, yeah. uh, what let's get into the
0: review here. Yeah, we're back. So the review is we're going back to the vodka or the white cloth spirits. This time it's watermelon. Oh, so now we're going. We're going to try to go two for two. So this would kind of if, a if you have two, if you have two good kinds, does that mean the pack is a success? Yeah, I would
1: say. And also, I think that watermelon is the toughest kind. Yeah, we're both in agreement that if watermelon is good, then we feel comfortable assuming that the pack is good because usually watermelon yours. is probably going to be the worst one. Yeah. Has be. Be. It has like a yellowish tint to it.
0: I think that's the light.
1: This? Yeah. There's like a golden tint to it. Yeah. A soft golden we'll see, tint. It definitely smells like watermelon. So the smell there. All right, we're changing it up a little bit, David. It's a, this is a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, here we go. But it's, uh, it's called Victory
0: Wheat. And and it's a non-alcoholic it's, from Wellbeing Brewing Company. So what is the point of it? Like what, wait, so it's like a Heineken Zero that we add that. No,
1: this top. is different. This is like one of the most popular uh, non-alcoholic beers. It's from Wellbeing Brewing. It's basically brewed as a beer and then they take out the beer. Wait. So this is what I guess I never knew this, so this but what like what's the,
0: what is the alcohol part that they add to beer? It
1: has less than 0.5% alcohol. So okay. there might be some, but it's less than half a percent. Yeah, but what's the alcohol they add into beer? That's based off of the uh, the um, the process of I guess, brewing it. Yeah, it's like the fermentation process.
0: I know. I want to know what the ingredient is that they add. What's the beer? Like, what's the, what makes it beer? Like, this is non-alcoholic, but this is the exact same thing.
1: No, but listen to this. So it says, we use the latest in brewing technology to ever so gently remove the alcohol from our fully finished craft brews, so gently, in fact, that the brew barely notices when we're finished. You have a true-to-taste brew that is non-alcoholically delicious. So this is like one of the biggest ones for people who want to go to a beer setting and they're still driving. be in the vibe, but not drink an
0: actual beer. Interesting.
1: So I will say this. I wanted, I wanted us to try it so that
0: we could make a review on this. I will say this 100% right now. I'm one of those people that if I, I'm not a huge fan of the beer taste, but I do like drinking. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know, this will be interesting. I just the zero the 0.5% is weird. I guess I, I'm not like a beer where it's like I'm gonna go out. Like I'll never, I shouldn't say never, I'll, 99% of the time we go out, I'm not gonna have a non alcoholic beer. Well. But so this could be the 1% if it's good. This it. could
1: be the one, yeah. We'll see what happens. I have I have hopes that it will be better than the Heineken.
0: Yeah, the Heineken, yeah, that was definitely different.
1: I mean, you can smell it. it smells yeah, like- so everything is the
0: beer part, it except smells for like beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it should. Every I'm just curious what the part of the beer process is that where they're like, hey, we're going to add in alcohol. Well,
1: you don't add in alcohol. That's what I'm saying, I though. So, like, at what point do the you regular decide... In it just naturally comes in. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, what... some ingredient. you got to go to a brewery that does tours so that you can get a sneak peek into how the... Well, I feel like a brewery, brewery every brewer
0: that I know has... doesn't sell non-alcoholic drinks.
1: Oh, most of them. I'm saying, like... If you go to a brewery and get a tour that has, like, that walks you around, they talk about how the beer is made.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. I would be interesting to know. I
1: feel like less breweries here in Minnesota give, like, beer brewery tours? tours. But, like, literally, when I was living down in Houston and would go to different breweries, almost every single one had beer tours, had, like, tap room tours, and, like, would walk you all around their whole place. Give you a tour of the whole thing at like specific times throughout the day. I'm trying to
0: think of when, I don't even know, like I've never even looked to schedule a beer.
1: tour. I don't think, that's because I don't think these places do it around here. But literally almost every single one did it down there in Houston. Interesting. Well, I know
0: they've done it where, uh, what's, uh, there's one in St. Louis. Oh man. What's the famous, Anheuser-Busch? They yeah. do tours down there. I've done yeah. like gone to those, but when I was younger. But Sam like, Adams, obviously, or Sam Boston. Adams. Like I'm saying, these big ones for
1: sure do it. Yeah. But literally every single one in Texas, in Houston, did. And also, this is another thing they did that did I did. You go to one? Yeah, I went to a so bunch wait, of
0: them. When's the, when is the process? Like, what's the thing? You just that's, you might, that's I, a long time ago, David. Oh, I, I thought can't you remember their you remember. spiel.
1: No, but this is the other thing that they did. They did a, almost all of them did it, and I don't know why more Minnesota breweries don't do this so it's like we'll just say 20 bucks 20 bucks and you get a glass and two or three chips okay each chip is worth one beer okay so in total you get one glass two drinks and two or three drinks 20 bucks And you get to keep the glass.
0: Wait, how do you get three? Don't you get two chips?
1: It's either two chips or three chips. Depending Depending on the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the glass that they're given. But it would be like a glass like this. Okay. And like we'll just say, for instance, it's Head Flyer Brewing brewery. Okay. So they do this deal where they have the glass, they have the two chips, you pay twenty bucks. Yeah. And you get to keep the glass. Free marketing for them. Yeah. Because you have the glass that says their brewery on it. Yeah and then you give them the two beers, right? You, they give you the glass after you finish one, you rinse it out, you fill it up with the next one they want, and then they have two beers, they get to keep the glass, we're good to go. But you get the free marketing, and then the other aspect is, okay, you, get, you make somebody buy the glass 20 bucks yeah. with the two chips, right? They only want one beer. You well, just- they have one chip, Chances are they might either forget it, mm-hmm. or they bring it back the next time, and then they're having three.
0: Or so you think you can do that? You what? think you can stock chips? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because
1: they're just the same chips. Interesting. Or whatever. They have the little logo on them. Yeah. You know, so you know that it's a, from that brewery.
0: Wait, so but here's, Okay. Keep but
1: on. then, chances are, who knows? Maybe they just forget it. Yeah. And, or lose it. Well you just made more money the margin is bigger because yep. they paid 20 bucks already but they only use one beer chip instead of two like I don't understand why breweries up here don't do that that makes no sense to me.
0: well how much so how much do you think it costs per beer Six or seven bucks yeah six or seven bucks So how much do you think it costs to make that to have
1: this I mean bulk probably not that much.
0: So you think they're essentially saying, let's say it's two bucks per glass. You're essentially making $2 each time. Yeah. But here's the problem is if you stock them up, if you stack up the chips, you're not buying the beer then. So you just bring your glass the next time or do you have to pay another 20 bucks? Like you have to pay 20 bucks essentially to get in or if I have chips, I can just use those chips.
1: Yeah, I think if you have chips or you can like purchase chips.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad you, strategy. But then you always but then you also have, have keep, the
1: free marketing.
0: Yeah, the hard part is you also have to then, as if you're the brewery, you also have to keep getting glasses in at a higher rate. If you constantly did that. Yeah. I agree doing it maybe on like once a month on the weekends or something. But, but like every single time, it's a that's a lot.
1: But also, this is the other thing that other that breweries do, is they make the glasses based off of the beer. So like, okay, you got, uh, you got Maui Brewing Company, right? Okay. And is that in Hawaii, I would It is, yeah. yep. And I have a glass over there that I'm just thinking about it, so I remember it specifically. But they have it's Maui Brewing Company. Okay. They have a beer that's called the Bikini Blonde. Okay. And so they make the glass just like the can, and it says Bikini Blonde, Maui Brewing Company. So it's specifically tied to the glass. To that one. Then it almost markets specifically towards that beer. Right, And then you can just phase that in. You get a shipment of of glasses that highlight that beer. Yeah. And then the next round, you can highlight another beer that you have. And then the next round, you can highlight, uh, highlight another beer that you have. Yeah. So you're constantly having waves of different beer. Right. Right. But then you also can have a variety of glasses that are promoting your brewery.
0: Yeah. I think the hard part is, I think. So I'm the, just saying. No, but here's my other question. So you have this Head Flyer one. When's the last okay. time you've been to Head Flyer?
1: Well, I got these as a gift.
0: No, we went to the brewery. We got well, we no, got these as the, a package. Yeah. How did. many times have you been there? Well, not none. Exactly. So this well, my part of my playing the opti- playing the other side is this is free marketing, but you're not you haven't gone.
1: Yeah, but look at how many times we've used these glasses on the podcast. And
0: what I would love to know from the people on the podcast how many people have gone to Headflyer. I don't right. even know where it is.
1: We haven't we haven't I don't think we've tried a Headflyer beer no
0: that's okay but you're just saying it's free marketing that's what i'm saying is like you'd right. be surprised how many people also just take glasses from places that's different well, yeah. i agree you get around that i think breweries should i it. think breweries should just give out free glasses but then on the back side of it
1: well not free glasses they could do this program where they get 20 bucks so you give them a glass then, 20 then, bucks. Then,
0: then people aren't stealing their glasses just saying yeah i mean it's an interesting thing because it's also like how many times you really want to just keep ordering glasses when it's like
1: yeah but if essentially the the customer is paying for the glass and the beer chances are in my opinion the margin would probably be higher
0: yeah well i think it's just yeah i think breweries already you spend i mean it's seven dollars a beer i mean you're already making a decent amount you should
1: yeah seven bucks per beer two dollars to make a glass two three bucks to make a glass Yeah. it's kind of like delta
0: four or five bucks delta gives out free headphones well if they're giving out free headphones that looks great cost a dollar or two dollars to have the headphones just charge more for know. your flights
1: i don't even know if those things are worth a dollar
0: right but that's what i'm saying i just think yeah, it's yeah it is crazy but back to the review these are this is decent actually i will say this decent it's definitely watermelony and not for being a watermelon fan i don't know if i'm a big like fan of the smell yeah like i'll say this i i truly think watermelon i think packs need to go away from water yeah i agree they need to. I just don't think Do you think they're going out. to? Um, I don't know. It would be interesting. I think it's hard because it's like we looked up this pack last time and there's different varieties. And I think sometimes when you go with the original variety, you go with like pineapple, lemon, lime, or mango or something, uh, a berry or whatever. So I think it's just like one of those things where it's like it's a staple. But I do think watermelon is definitely the most below average flavor. Mm. With that being said... This watermelon, for being watermelon, compared to other watermelon ones, is decent. I think it's decent. It's like the same as last week. It's easier to drink. It's smooth. It definitely has a lot of smell and a lot of flavor. So if you're a watermelon seltzer fan, this is a very good one to have.
1: Yeah, so what are you, what are you
0: rating it? I think it's a 6-2 okay. in the watermelon scale. Okay. So compared to other watermelon ones, I would definitely have this one. So I will say this. This pack is a success in my eyes.
1: Yep. Uh I'm gonna give it a six six.
0: Six six. So it's pretty high. Yeah. What did you give the last one? Do you know? Seven? Uh six seven. Six seven? Yeah. So you think this one's just a little bit worse than the uh-huh. last one? Yeah. yeah, I would say
1: this pack's a success so far.
0: Yeah. I think it's it just it must hard. be
1: the triple uh what was it? The triple wave?
0: Yeah, the triple what is it? The triple process, unique process. Mm-hmm. Triple wave filtered vodka. That's gotta be it. I wonder, what they they have to, I wonder what they have to say on cans to say it's
1: made with real fruit juice. I don't know. Alright, so this is uh well being brewing. It's uh it's victory wheat, all natural. It in my I would assume that it's gonna try and hit the blue moon. Okay. With a hint of orange it says.
0: I have the hint of orange. You can definitely taste there's no beer cuz it's it's more water now. I think. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this might be a bad my biased opinion, but like I'm not a huge like I think you can definitely taste the difference. I don't think it's a massive difference, but I definitely think you can taste the difference of this one not having beer. I think it's the aftertaste for sure. Yeah, the it's towards the back. Like the beginning of the sip? Yeah.
1: Normal. And it has normal that hint beer. of it has that hint of orange. Yeah. But as it gets towards the finish, you can tell that there isn't kind of like the extra lingering beer in it.
0: Yeah, and pause. It's, it's more so when you start to swallow it, that's when you start to taste where it's like, okay, it's more watered down and it goes mm. down easier. So that's why, yeah, you can definitely taste there's no beer. I don't think it's bad, but I've said that I don't know why you would drink a beer. That's zero alcohol. Well, 0.5. Being in a public
1: situation. maybe. Where's somewhere- the brewery? Uh, I don't know if there's, a, I don't know if there's a brewery. Oh, it's in uh, Virginia Beach.
0: Virginia Beach. Yep. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I it's, will say the aftertaste is kind of what's killing it. I don't think it's bad. I think, I guess you could essentially kind of give it that blue moon because it does have that orange-ish vibe. Mm-hmm. But it. uh it has an orange smell for sure. Yeah, the smell and the first taste—it's like okay, you can kind of taste that orange, but then after that, I just think that I personally think the aftertaste is just weird to me. Like it, it just like turns to like water.
1: Like it's a refreshing. Water. I think they market it towards uh, the athletic population.
0: Oh, because wait, what?
1: To like get the beer vibe, but not affect your uh, physique. Yeah, affect okay. your performance.
0: Is there calories in it? Is that like a thing? I don't know. What is it? Uh, it's, it should say on one of these. Three grams of protein. There we so go. So there's still 85 calories in here. Sports right. brew with a hint of orange victory wheat. Fully brewed. A worn winning beers with the alcohol gently removed. Okay, so here here's, here's a better representation.
1: Okay. So it says, is the first non-alcoholic craft beer enriched with a full spectrum of of all-natural electrolytes, vitamins, protein, antioxidants, and anti-inflammatories. Purpose brewed with a hint of orange zest, this functional non-alcoholic beer pairs well with any time fitness activities and post-recovery workouts to replenish hydration and quench thirst. What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like, it's something where it's like, hey, I'm playing pickleball.
1: So it says, uh, upgraded with buoy, a formula of electrolyte supplements developed to meet the hydration standards of the World Health Organization.
0: What? That's so weird. Yeah. So it has
1: 85 calories, three grams of protein, 16 grams of carbs, zero Zero grams of sugar, zero fat. It's a cool can. Sodium, potassium, pounds. chloride, magnesium, vitamin B1, B5, B6, calcium.
0: So it's literally like a... Is it like a Gatorade?
1: Well, it potassium? has electrolytes
0: in okay. it. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah, this should be the drink of pickleball. Like I a- mean, yeah. It It's... Uh, it's almost like
1: a mix between beer flavor and, and vibe and like a sports drink.
0: Here's a question. If you're doing an activity that requires, I guess you could say physical activity, if you're doing something that's physically active, mm-hmm. would you have one would you drink one of these to quench your thirst during? Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know.
1: I've, I don't know if I've ever been in that situation. What do you mean? A situation where a physical activity where I feel like I need to drink a beer.
0: No, but that's what I'm saying. Replace the water, replace the Gatorade with this. Since it has electrolytes, would you do that? Mm. I don't think I would. And maybe Um, it's just because it does taste like beer, so I feel like that would kind of put my mind in a spin. (laughs) But I also think at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I know it's going towards the athletic whatever, but like, it just doesn't quench my thirst if that's what they're trying. Like great, it has electrolytes. Great. Okay, so this is what some people are
1: saying in their reviews. They said, I bought this to try during Exodus 90 where I can't drink for 90 days. Damn, so you
0: need alcohol that bad?
1: I guess. (laughs) And then this person said that they're currently training for an ultra marathon and have been sober for over eight years, making me one of the most unbearable people to be around. Drinking this makes me less unbearable to be around because it tastes like a good citrusy wheat beer. And has the
0: electrolytes I need for recovery. You would think to be honest like good for that person you think if you're sober for eight years you just want to avoid all beer tasting things like you've been gone for eight years (laughs) i have
1: been recovering from my seventh eighth and soon to be ninth foot surgeries this summer and so i started diving into non-alcoholic beers to make sure i heal well (laughs) Weird. i don't know that's weird what do you give it do you have your do you have your score um this person just got back from Germany and stayed in Munich, so they all they did was drink beer. So they wanted to keep the vibe going, <laughs> but, but, but not meantime, drink. Yeah, beer. not have the after effects of the beer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: drank a lot of beer over there, so needed a break. I think it's crazy where it's like, and I guess everyone's different. I just think it's one of those. My opinion, my score will will reflect it, but like my opinion is like, dude, if I want a beer, I just want an actual beer. Like, I don't want something that just tastes kind of like a beer. All right, what are you going to give it? I'm giving it like a four or five. Okay. I think it's fine. I But my opinion is probably skewed where it's like, dude, I don't want... If I'm not drinking, I don't want anything that tastes like a beer. Hmm. No offense, I don't care. But like that person said, they're unbearable to be around if unless they have a fake beer in front of them. Right. So.
1: Um, I'm going to give it a five, two. I'm giving it that because if I'm looking for a non-alcoholic beer... Then I'd say probably gonna be fairly high, yeah, I on the I scale. Don't, I don't but know, but I don't know how many non-alcoholic that's beers what makes had. it challenging to compare it like for our just like overall scale. If yeah. if we like separate it out almost to like a non-alcoholic beer scale, I feel like I'd probably give it like a seven-eight. I would
0: say it's above the Heineken one, it at least has flavor, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's bad if it's non-beer, but like I said, I don't have
1: never had no like seven-eight to eight-one. Somewhere in there, if yeah, if uh, it's if good. it's a separate non-alcoholic uh, section, yeah. But if we're throwing it into just like Actual overall beer. Yeah, beer vibe, then five two. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing to it. All right. Well, that's what they call a. Uh,
0: that's what they call a review.
1: Bang. Yes. All right. All right. Well, after that long section, we're gonna go into uh, we're talking NBA draft lottery thoughts. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about NFL schedule release or do we want to just, maybe we'll just do the draft. Yeah. Let's do the draft lottery. We're going to talk schedule release later. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, so draft lottery happened earlier this week. Yeah. And so every team that wasn't in the playoffs is in the draft lottery, Mm -hmm. which is 14 teams. Uh, some teams have traded their first-round pick in the of the 14 teams. Some of them have traded the first-round pick. So, uh, who was it? The Magic got the Bulls pick.
0: Okay, at six. Nope, eleven. Oh, so they traded their second Okay,
1: so um, so we're gonna run through it. I have a question. So we'll go there
0: for the draft lottery. So yes, mm-hmm. everyone that doesn't make the playoffs. Gets they are in this, the lottery, yes. In this lottery. But here's my question. Is So when they do the lottery, does like the Spurs and the Rockets or whoever was like the top, the worst teams, mm-hmm. do they just get more balls? Or like how does yes. that work? So so there is a chance that the team that's literally the best team, like the Mavericks, who the barely Pel- missed. The Pelicans. The Pelicans.
1: Who are 14, yeah.
0: They literally could get the number one seed. They could. But they might only have one ball in the race. Correct. Yes. So, and as they got the 14th.
1: Yes, so at so as you get closer to fourteen, then you have a less percent likelihood that you'll get the first overall pick.
0: But how does it work? Where it's like so they're the fourteen, which they finished basically the same spot, if not the same spot. But they did. It was but the so if you spot. only have one ball in there, and they're selecting from all of these different balls, I don't know. I, how does that work? I don't know if they necessarily pick the balls anymore. They, so, it's rigged. It's not rigged, but it's basically no, like... No, it's, it's probability stuff. So, like, if you're the 14, you're basically getting the 14. Most Maybe the be. 13. But, like, the top five teams might necessarily mix it up. So,
1: uh, there is a rule um, that you can't drop back more than five spots. So, like, The Pistons, who were the worst team in the NBA last year, Mm -hmm. they can't be lower than 6. Okay. Which which is comical because they're 5. But they they can't drop lower than 6. Okay. And then the, who was it, the Rockets were 2nd. They can't drop lower
0: than 7th. Got it. So So essentially it's literally like, and that's why the probability stuff happens where it's like, oh, the Pelicans finished 14th, or the 14th worst team. They're pretty much getting the 14th seed.
1: Yeah, so so this is the way it works. So the top the worst three teams in the league, they have a 14% chance to get the number one pick. Okay. So that's a recent change in the last couple of years. Before it was the worst team had the best percentage, the second worst team had the second best. Yeah. So everybody's percentage was different. They recently changed that. So the worst three teams have the same percent chance of getting the first overall pick, and that's at 14%. Mm. Then Charlotte was at the four the fourth worst team last year, they had a 12.5% chance. Then you move down to Portland, they had a 10.5% chance to get the number one. So on and so forth. So other than the the worst three teams, everybody has a different percent likelihood to get the number one pick and as you go down so the closer they were to making the playoffs the yeah. lower the percent is that they have to get the number one seed so like new orleans they were the 14th best team or 14th worst team in the league last year they had a 0.5 percent chance of getting the number one pick
0: i think it's crazy because when you look at that thing and then you look at this thing like so the chicago bulls traded their pick mm mm-hmm. So, literally in this thing, those percentages, it literally just goes in order until the top five. And then the top five, or I guess you could say the bottom five, who are getting the top five picks, that's when it changes. Literally, that's exact order. Yeah, right. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, so my thing is, like, so they don't basically draw these. They basically say, oh, the Pelicans basically have a 95%. No, there's, been,
1: there's been times that teams have moved up really far, actually.
0: That's crazy. But Seems dumb. Anyway,
1: so... I mean, if you think about it, okay, New Orleans has a 0.5% chance to get the number one
0: seed. I'm not talking New Orleans, right, but I'm talking like, look at Indiana. So 6.8 versus right. 10.5 is really not that much different. 10.5 ain't great. If you gave me 10, if there's 10 balls in there versus my six, I, that's that's not bad odds. But I'm saying it'll be far-fetched to find any of those I teams mean, move
1: up to the five. Think about it as you have a thousand balls. And okay. they have sixty-eight balls, and they have one hundred and five.
0: It's the same thing. You could do it with whatever percentage you wanted to. If you do it with a hundred balls, it's ten versus six. I mean, you just multi- more balls. It's still the same percentages in here. I'm just saying. I've still. That's not that big a difference, to me. That's okay. only forty more balls.
1: Right. That is a decently big difference to me.
0: That's not even half. That's not even half. That's less than half. You have this as much. My, our chances are pretty much not the same, but like 105 versus 68, you only have 37 more chances than me. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm I think the whole the thing rules. is just stupid. I mean, it's literally wherever you finish, you're basically getting, then the top five, it's random, quote unquote, random, unless you're the Pistons who get screwed, which they, I mean, they got screwed.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, so um, going into the order, so. The order going in, the teams that had the best chance to get the number one seed mm-hmm. in order, it will just do
0: like top ten. We'll just do top five because the rest of the teams went in the same order. It was Indiana. Indiana seven, Washington's eight, Orlando six, and then you have a trade. The only thing that traded was Chicago. Utah. Yeah, Utah Mavericks. Yeah. It literally, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. And Maybe this year was an anomaly where it's like, hey, that's how it just went. I would love to know. Yeah, there's sometimes works. a few changes, but anyways, okay. So Detroit had was the worst
1: team. Then Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte, Portland, Orlando. That's wait, that's six. Yeah, we'll just yeah. do top six. Yeah, yeah. So then after, so the results go Spurs at one, Hornets at two, Blazers at three. So all of them moved up, and then you got Rockets at four. Pistons at five. Magic at six.
0: Yeah, I think it's crazy. You look at like the Rockets and the Pistons have the best odds. Granted, they're tied with the what? The, the Spurs. The Spurs? Yeah. And they get fourth and fifth. And then the Trailblazers and the Hornets flop them. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. It, it's already projected. I mean, the guy, Yamba or whatever his name is, is already projected. Wenbanyama. I mean, this was literally like his sweepstakes. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, so you t- got him. I tweeted about it. Earlier
1: this week. I think it's crazy. And they were talking all big before the draft. Literally. Wojnarowski. Wait. Wojnarowski. Wojn- Just say Woj, Just say Wojnarowski. He's saying. And I think it's hilarious. How they always are like. Anonymous NBA executives. It's like. Yeah. Nobody's putting their name to this. Nonsense claim. But they're like. Anonymous NBA executives think that Wembenyama could be the best offensive and defensive player in the league in his first three years in it.
0: So he's what 7'5", I believe seven five. Big wingspan yeah. and can shoot the ball. Yeah, I I just he th- could th- be the best
1: offensive and defensive player in the league within his first three years.
0: I think it's. I mean, they're. Yeah. I mean, You're I also joking. saw. I also so saw, saw a tweet. That you way. think he's gonna be better than Giannis? I've said this before. I don't even think he's gonna be a top ten player in the NBA his whole career. I think the guy's soft. <laughs> I think the guy is sure he's playing whatever. He's seven he, four. Girl, he's hundred ten pounds. I mean, there's a video of Kenny Lofton Jr. bullying him down low. No. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm. I think the hardest part is this guy has such a high. Yes, he has a high potential, mm-hmm. but there's also he's already being compared to like. Better than Kevin Durant. Better than LeBron. But yeah. it's like, do we realize how good yeah. LeBron James is? How good uh, yeah. Kevin Durant is? Like, people are like, oh, if he's a KD, that was not a success. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, KD is well, the best player.
1: Based off of their expectations that he has and everybody's putting on him, you could argue that it won't be a success. Because they're literally saying he's going to be the best player in the league in, in three years.
0: I'm telling you this right now. This There's might be no a hockey, I don't even think he'll be top ten in the next three years. I don't think so. I I just don't. I mean, here's the thing. Giannis is elite. You have all these other players that are elite that have great players around. No offense. The Spurs team, even if you add them, is not a playoff contender, is not a top whatever team. They're just not.
1: That's what they're saying now. They're like, oh, are the Spurs a playoff team adding Yama.
0: Heck no. No. You're not. They got a
1: lot of young guys. I'm
0: not saying in five, ten years, whatever, if it works out. But, I mean... Dude, to put that on him in his first three years, it's like, dude, that's, look at these That's cli- what
1: they said right before the line. Look
0: at these clips of him playing. The bro shoots a three, and literally no one on the defense is close to him. No one does everything, so he grabs his own rebound and dunks it. That looks really cool. The NBA is not like that. You have guys who are Rudy Gobert, 7 foot. LeBron James, 6'11". You have Giannis, 7 whatever. LeBron 6'9". 6'9". You have Jokic, big. You have big guys. You're not playing... Against the sisters of the poor overseas, who are five ten.
1: Well, they he I do believe he's playing in the top league in France.
0: I'm actually great. I will tell you this right now. I'm just now. saying they're
1: not slouches. They're not. They're not playing.
0: I'm just saying right now, and you can go back to one of the few episodes. Chris Naram said this guy was God's gift to Earth. I think he's gonna be a good player, but I don't like
1: how they're saying he's gonna be the best player in the first three years, or he's a better draft pro, or better prospect than LeBron James. Bro, do you remember when they were when LeBron was in high school? He was his games he, were being televised. He was
0: literally all over ESPN, and he was like the only thing anybody could ever talk about. He was on the cover of an ESPN magazine, calling him the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, that was that's sick. He yeah. was on like ESPN was showing his high school games. Yeah, 100%. this guy is not. No offense to this guy. Maybe he's a good player. I mean, I, I just I do think that if
1: he was in. The U.S., his yeah. games would be on ESPN. No, 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 don't get me
0: wrong. He would be a great player. But I, I truly think even if he went to college in the U.S., like, sure, his talent-wise and his abilities and his ceiling is very good. I don't think he would have dominated college basketball. There's too many athletes out there in the United States. Which which school do you think he would go to? I think Kentucky because he would have been a one-and-done and he would have just shot it every time. And Cal loves that.
1: You think Kentucky?
0: Yeah. I can tell you where he's not going. He's not going nowhere in Texas because he hates the Houston Rockets. He made that clear. I think he's going to Kentucky. I think he has to go to one of the bluebirds. I, I just think it's hard. I don't know. I just I think he's good, but I I mean the I guys think he's playing go to Duke. Yeah, it's not a bad call. I just think it's hard because it's like one of those things where it's like, dude, all of these players in the NBA that he's playing against are six ten and above. He's not playing six like ten and above athletic in the best French league. Consistent. Consistent. Maybe. And don't get me wrong, he's a talented I, guy. He's I th- massive. I
1: don't I don't think we should be
0: bashing the French League. I don't know who they got over there. I'm not bashing French I, League. Pause. Saying. I'm not, I'm not bashing the French league, but what I'm saying is if we're comparing apples to apples, we're comparing college basketball in the United States or the NBA in the United States to French, I will venture a guess if we asked hundred random people, ninety-nine percent of the people would say that the NBA is better than the French League. The NBA is the best league. I'm not dogging the French League, but I'm saying it's hard to... That's why he's
1: coming to the NBA. It would be like comparing college division one basketball to the top French League.
0: And I would take division... You were taking French League? Well, I don't know. I don't know enough... How how many guys from the French League go to the NBA? That's what I want to know. That's your answer right there. How many guys from college basketball? That's your answer. Well, How is that not the answer?
1: I think it's a little different because it's not like guys are going from the... high school to the French league and then come into the NBA. It would be similar to like, okay, you have Lamella ball. Okay. He went to high school. Then yep. he went to the Australian league. I yep. would venture to guess that the French league is better than, uh, the Australian league.
0: That's very fair. But the difference with L- Lamella And then ball. he was a number three pick. Pause. Lamella ball didn't even have to go anywhere. He could have gone and stopped playing for a year and he's still the number three pick that, I mean, that was just Lamella ball. Luca is another great example of someone playing overseas. Yeah. sure. You have one guy, but I'm saying if we're comparing the whole league, yeah, I just don't know enough about it. I don't think we should be making generalizations. All right, look it up then. I will bet you numerous amounts of dollars that the French league. We mean, can look it up and circle back. I mean, do it. It just doesn't make sense. It's like it's like comparing oh, other leagues. It doesn't make sense. Uh, the other thing that I think is
1: very interesting that I think we should bring up is it got some publicity towards the end uh, the Mavericks got fined quite a bit of money to, because they were tanking in quotes, allegedly um, and so they were doing that because if their pick was outside the top 10 then they would have to give it to the New York Knicks if it was pick 10 or better then they would be able to keep it do you think there's and, any way to prevent tanking? And, well, and when they finished the year, they were the 10th worst team. So they, if all things went how they should, then yeah. they would end up at the 10th pick, which is exactly what happened. So, I mean, in my opinion, it worked out for them because they got to keep the pick. And all they had to do was pay a fine.
0: Yeah, so I think here's the thing too. I'm probably indifferent, but fines are not doing anything in the league. There's way too much money that's already mm-hmm. made. Sure. Find Mark Cuban 250 grand. Great. He makes that back in a day. Yeah, He's a yeah. billionaire. Uh-huh. That's like saying, hey, you came to work late. I need $5. <laughs> I, I literally need $5. <laughs> you can even Venmo uh-huh. me the $5. I don't need cash. Yeah. I need $5. And it's like, the problem is we're finding these guys. It's like fines even for players, fines for whatever. Most they don't do anything in any sport. Mm-hmm. I mean these guys are making so much money, it's like okay, we're going to find them 50 grand, which is a lot of money for most people. Those guys make more than 50 grand in a game. Yeah. Like, and especially when you're talking owners, these are billionaires. Yeah. Like these guys have a plethora of money. That's why they are the, the owner. Right, right. And so right. I think it's hard when it's like, I get you have to do something. And I really, I don't know. I don't think like forfeiting a pick or doing whatever. Cause it's like, did they prove you said that they were tanking? Like, did someone come out and say that? Or how do you well, prove that? Well, they find them. No, I know, so but like, did somebody say for that, that reason? That's what I'm saying. But like, did they like? Is that so? I guess here's the thing: it's I like... mean, if
1: they if they went in, and investigated, and said, "Oh no, they're good," then they yeah. wouldn't have
0: them. I guess the hardest part is like, how do you define tanking? I think the Spurs rested their guys from. They rested all their guys.
1: So did the Spurs? In a, well, I think the difference was because
0: they were in a competitive game. They, they were made it in
1: contention for the play-in, and they rested their guys to try and get a worse pick.
0: Right. Or a better pick. I'll say this right now, and this is 100%. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. If the fine is a fine all I'm going to get, and I get to keep a top 10 pick in the draft, I'm getting fined every year. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Like, what? what is the point? There's no point to fine. Like I just said, there's no point to fine these teams. $750,000. Great. Make it a million. <laughs> Mark Cuban does not care. <laughs> Let's make it an even mill. Yeah, why would I want to pay? Don't, write me a check. Put a check. Take it right out of my bank account. It's a million dollars, which... It's no joke of a money, but like to these 1000000000s billi- you you're making, you're worth billions. Mm-hmm. You're making that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars back so fast. Yeah, I, for, I mean, it's worth it for me for for them. That's why I said, why would you do it every year? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's hard because it's like okay, they were tanking because they were in a competitive spot. I get it, but like the Spurs also were resting guys. Yeah, you guys are the worst team in the league. Time. So like, how is that not like what yeah. are we doing
1: here? You you kind of just have to say. Yes, you can do it whenever you want right. or no no matter where you're across at across the board you can't do it across the board that you got to decide because it's not fair for i mean let's just say the the Spurs if they're doing it and the Pistons are doing it and the Pacers are doing it but the Mavericks can't cuz they just had a few more wins but they could like get a better pick yeah. I don't Think I don't agree with that. Be able to do that,
0: right? That's what I'm saying. It's like you look at these teams who are the worst. Yes, these teams were bad, but you're the lineups me. that they were putting. Pops, on the, at the Portland Trailblazers literally came against the Timberwolves, and I don't even think they played one guy that should have been on their roster.
1: Yeah,
0: brutal. And they still won. They they won though. But here's the point. It's like so they weren't tanking by resting game. So if they take their star player and say, "Hey, we're not in playoff contention. We're going to rest our guys." That's the same thing. Yeah, it's just a different time frame. I get it, but. No, I agree. I, I don't know. I so completely. I think the they been doing that shit all, like, the last couple years. Because they're dog shit. Yeah. Sorry for my language, but it's like, so if your team's dog water, if your team's dog water, you're fine to say, okay, we're out of playoff contention. Once you're out of playoff contention, you can't tank. Go you're for right. it. Yeah. Don't even show up. Just just forfeit. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just, yeah, I agree with that. I don't get it. And also on top of it, like I said, the fines don't do anything. Mm-hmm. They just don't.
1: They'll never will. It would have to be where you're... Uh, Giving up picks. Kind of like the WNBA. Right. They took away the Aces' first round pick. Well, the WNBA is kind of in shambles.
0: I've seen tweets where they keep releasing these players who are good. First round picks. Yeah. And they're like, we need to expand. Well, yeah, sure. You only have 12 teams. The number one pick from last year's draft just got like released. Yeah, how does that happen? Was that last year's? draft? I think draft it was twenty twenty two or maybe twenty twenty one. It was, with, but it was the number was one a pick.
1: Couple, it was a couple years ago, but yeah, number one oh, picks should not be released within a couple of years. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, was she just ins- that bad? That is insane.
0: That yeah, makes no see makes no sense. But I think it's crazy. I think it's one of those things going back to NBA draft. So the Spurs get their guy. Still probably not in contention. In my opinion, Spurs are not in contention. Charlotte Hornets most likely probably going to draft the kid from Alabama, Miller. Brandon I don't Miller. know. I don't know. He seems like he would fit along in Charlotte. Yeah, but. I mean, they got what Miles Bridges doing stuff.
1: Scoot's been Scoot Henderson. Scoot's been the number two guy for a long time. It might have switched recently. So Brandon Miller's number two. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, I don't know if Lamelo and Scoot could play next to each other. Is Scoot a point? Is he technically? They're both listed as point guard. No, he's G League guy. G League. Yep. And he looks ripped. He's a big guy. Yeah, he looks like a linebacker.
0: Nineteen six two. Scoot Henderson says he can play with LaMelo Ball and Damian Lillard. Oh, nice. Thanks for saying that.
1: Oh, really? Because those are the teams that have this two and the three pick? Yeah. You don't say. Yeah. But that's what people are saying. They're like, oh, well, maybe we should go Brandon Miller because he would fit better alongside LaMelo Ball. Because he's just a better shooter, you think? Is Scoot more like a playmaker? He's point guard. Yeah. And
0: he, no, he needs to uh, work on a shot, I've heard. Oh, so he does need the ball. He's like one of those guys.
1: He's more of a defender, I think. I think we could talk a little bit more about prospects as we kind of move forward.
0: Yeah, so you think...
1: Yeah. a couple weeks.
0: I think the hard part is, like, you do look at it, it's like... I don't know. I think he'll be good. I think the only guarantee is the first pick. And Scoot. As number two? And Brandon
1: Miller would be... Those three... That's would what I'm
0: be, saying. Those three... Can, but the two and the three could be interchangeable. I'm saying yeah. the number one is guaranteed.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you got... Windhorst over in France at 2.30am interviewing Wembenyama and, and they're like and he's like well how do you feel that you're going to be a? how do you feel about being a San Antonio Spur it's like bruh, the lottery literally just happened are you allowed to even say like oh yeah you're going to San Antonio right now
0: yeah that's why everyone thinks it's always rigged. it's crazy it's like why was he over there I mean I know he's over there but are you well everybody changer? knew he was
1: going to be the number one pick I think it's
0: crazy because this Scoot Henderson guy has come out too multiple times and been like I could be the number one I'm right. more, more versatile. It's like, bro, the guy's seven four, he's like God's gift. I mean, this is the next greatest thing. Yeah. I mean, if he was in America, you'd probably actually have the ESPN cover if that's still a magazine calling himself the second. So do Chelsea. you
1: think uh, you think Windhorse is gonna start following Wenbin Yaman around just like he has followed LeBron around for the last
0: twelve years? Like you're saying like before the draft? Pre draft? No,
1: I'm just saying in general. Like you think that he, he they've transitioned? I feel like Windhorse has followed LeBron around literally the last 10 years. Yeah. Wasn't he he their
0: specific guy for a little bit? The Cavs? LeBron, I don't know. I thought he was the Cavs guy, and then he just kept going. Seems like it.
1: I mean, all he does is talk about LeBron.
0: Yeah. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Well, so does ESPN. I mean, here's the thing. What's crazy is they're going to have to have a guy. So to answer your question, probably, because they're going to have to have a guy once LeBron is done. And And you you can't really have a guy who LeBron James is playing with right now because it's kind of disrespectful to just hop right in. Like, you have to start a guy at the beginning of his career. So, this is a perfect guy to do it where it's like, this is the next better than LeBron James. It's true. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. T-Wolves don't have a first-round pick. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't need it. I can't believe there's only two rounds. That's crazy. I mean, I think for good reason.
1: I mean, if you have too many rounds, you only got 30 teams. Yeah. You, you're gonna go into the same situation that the WNBA is in you just have too many guys too many players There's plenty of players i mean you get you have full uh summer league rosters so and it's not like all those guys are second and third year players some of them are but a lot of them are are rookies right so like there's plenty of guys that will be playing this summer in the summer league to try and get a spot.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think the difference is, too, where it's, like, compared to other sports. The NBA, like you said, depending on competition, I get it, but, like, there's plenty of other leagues to go overseas. So you see a lot of great players who don't make it in the NBA might go play overseas. They might get lost about because you don't hear about them, but they still are able to keep playing basketball, where I think that's what makes it a lot more competitive. Exactly. So I think it's harder because there's not as many picks where it is harder, where it's, like, hey... There's only two rounds. Like, you Mm kind of know who the top 50, 60 guys are. Yeah. Like, there might be one or two guys where it's like, hey, this this guy was not really on people's radar as potentially. But I think, like, the first round, it's like people could project almost everything. Yeah. It promotes. I mean,
1: I think that's the benefit of having NIL stuff, too, is people that are going to be in second round picked, they can stick around. Yeah, get their draft stock up a little bit, and also make money in the process at college. Right, that make a decent big benefit yeah. there yeah. because you're the guy in college.
0: Yeah, and Do you have if to you get invited have, to the combine? The NBA yes. okay. to the combine? Yeah, is that what it's called the NBA? Is that the NBA combine? They're doing the combine right now. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. But that's like so. That's what I'm saying is so like or in the if week. you put your name in to get drafted, and then let's say you go to the combine, or let's say you've hear that you're not doing, like, you're not projected that well, and let's say you're potentially... You can a, go back. You can go back? Yeah. You can remove your there's name? There's a
1: few rules. Like, you have to... Uh, there's um, approved agents that you have to sign with. You have to sign with one of them to maintain your college eligibility. Okay. Then there's other agents that you can sign with if you're like, no, I want to forgo my remaining eligibility. And then, I don't know exactly when the date is but there's a date that you have to make your decision known so you either have to say yep i'm staying in the draft i like how the combine went i'm liking what people are saying and where i'm going to go and mm-hmm. those types of things or if you're like "Eh, i don't know I'm, i want to go back then they can go back to either the school or if they're in the transfer portal can then they can go to a different
0: school too so like you can't be part you can't put your name in that mba draft not get drafted then I'd be like, hey, I'm going back to school. You have to basically declare. Yeah. So like, here's my point. If you're Zach Eadie, so Zach Eadie has projected the 60th overall pick. It's so a late second round, if not the last pick in the second round. Why wouldn't he go back to college? Like, I know it's a dream, but dude, you're making a lot of money in college. No, yeah, he should go back to college. 100%. I mean, he declared, which he probably won't, but like, he'll come back. But I just think it's crazy where it's like there's so many talented guys. It's I think
1: I think one of the biggest benefits for NIL specifically is big guys in college. Yeah. Because they can be more of a focal point of the team yeah. in college as the the game is transitioning in the nba it's becoming a lot more perimeter oriented right? right which doesn't focus on the centers so for them it's like yes yeah, stay in college longer make the money from nil stuff and be the focal point of the team right knowing that chances are whatever you do you're not going to be like a top 15 pick just based off of how the the league's going. Like my thing is if if you're a
0: big guy that's projected second round or not even projected like and you have college eligibility you better you should go back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's like the same thing like you just said it doesn't in today's day and age all these guys are big but all these guys can shoot. That's just what you don't find guys that post up. Right. Not that many or only post up. Like only post up. Yeah you look at all the big guys it's like all the big guys are literally able to shoot the three are able to dribble the ball like yeah. To an extent. Rudy Gobert, I guess is way or, different and that's yeah. a different topic, but you look at all their great
1: players. Okay. Amazing. So the, so the early entry for undergrad people, uh, for college to enter the NBA draft and like be involved in all the other like pre-draft stuff. Yeah. April 23rd. Yeah. It's already passed. The, yeah. But that was to like declare initially like, Oh, I'm going to sign with this agent that maintains my college eligibility Right, I'm sign with this one. Right, like they have to decide. Okay. Yeah, I want to enter my name into the draft and maintain whatever. Okay. So then the combine has been in like the last week or so. Got it. So today's the eight, May eighteenth. So we'll just say like the tenth to the seventeenth or whatever Got of of May, and then the deadline to decide either to stay in the draft and be done with college, or go back to college. You have to decide that by may 31st got so it. 13 days from today we'll know who's staying in the nba draft and who's going back to college or doing something else got it so they have some time after the combine after all this pre-draft stuff to make the decision based off of what they
0: know right so well, i think it just makes sense yeah it's yeah, like one of those exactly. things like go test the waters which is great that they allow you to and also see like hey this is what I need to work on. This is what I did well. This is whatever. And I bet you get great feedback on it, most likely. But it's like, yeah, you should go back if you're not a first-round mm-hmm. pick or you're a second. I mean, if you're top 40, it's almost guaranteed first or second round. If you're top 40, I get it. Stay in. Yeah. But if you're 55, 60, 56, that's kind of risky. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's probably plenty about You can probably go to a team's G League. But, like you said, why not go get NIL money? That's unbelievable right now
1: yeah so this year there's 242 players that that declared as early entry candidates so people who weren't out of college eligibility got it so they still have some eligibility to go back that was 196 college people and 48 international okay? Interesting. so 242 total this year last year
0: 135 Oh, wow. Way less. What do you think the number will be? Two forty-two. What do you think the number will be come May thirty-first? Let's stay
1: in. Let's stay in. Uh, probably like hundred.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I almost think it gets cut in more than half. Yeah, I almost think it's like there's eighty to hundred would be my mm-hmm. number. Yeah, those are the two numbers I was thinking by eighty and hundred. And those aren't even guys that are like don't have college eligibility. You right saw some of those guys too where correct it's like, hey i don't have college correct
1: projects. yep interesting mm-hmm. cool all right well uh let's move on to uh top five yeah let's do it uh we're doing we're piggybacking off of last week so we did top five movie genres last week and coincidentally enough we had the same five categories just in different spots Yep. The only similar spot we had was documentaries at number five. I mean, nobody guessed it. And uh, so this week we are jumping into top five action and adventure movies. Action slash, yep. Uh, yeah, action slash adventure movies. So we'll have five rounds and we'll see who gets the most points.
0: Yeah. And I think we did action slash adventure because it was kind of like a Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Like, they were the same thing. They are the same. Right. All right. What do you call them? Uh, tails. Oh,
1: that is Tails. Right. All right. Guess away, Dave. All right. With
0: the first overall pick, I'm going to go with The Dark Knight. Nope. You're joking. No. Okay. Not on my list. So this is already flawed.
1: No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess The Dark Knight
0: yes my number one it's literally the best movie of all time
1: I I also will say up to this point so the record is two one and one so I've won two Dave's won one and we had one Tyler. tie yep uh, up to this point I haven't written down my guesses this is the time I
0: have so I think that should be almost something you have to do,
1: regardless of what you choose. I have five. Guesses. I have my guesses. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah,
0: because then it's like, hey, we're not basically just saying, oh, you said this one, I'm gonna say. this
1: We one. don't have a situation like last week where we didn't want to say. I didn't want to say documentaries because I knew that was my number five, and that right. was so the only one I didn't want to. But I had all my
0: guesses anyways. But
1: okay, all right. Anyways, continue on.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say the town. Correct, yep. Yeah, that's great. So that's on my list. Uh, Coach Missoula watches it four times a week. I heard that. That's a that's just a blatant lie.
1: I mean, he's fully into Boston culture.
0: I know, but four <laughs> times, dude?
1: I'm going to go Avengers Endgame.
0: Okay, there it is. That's a good one. Mm-hmm.
1: That's on your list?
0: Yep. Nice. I'm going to go with... This is tough. I'm going to go with Top Gun, the new one. Yep. That boy.
1: Uh, I'll go with Rocky.
0: No, Rocky's not. Didn't really. That's a sports movie, in my opinion. That's boxing, dude. It's action.
1: Talk about sports. It's action. It's action. It's combo.
0: (laughs) Alright, continue. (laughs) Wait, no, no, what? That is literally a sports
1: movie. That's an action movie.
0: No, I don't. Look at all fighting. Action. That's boxing. That's a sport. Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> All right, that no. is the that is one argument. Naram will not win against me. That is a sports movie I didn't, I to didn't, a team. I didn't feel good about the guests. No, I know you
1: didn't. I was struggling on finding ones that I wanted to put in my guest column and not my column. Right. So I just kind of threw the one in there. Yeah, Anyways. that's fair. That's fair.
0: Okay. I'm going to say Taken. No. Okay. That was kind of a stretch.
1: Yeah. I didn't even think about that movie, honestly. Uh, Jumanji.
0: No, Jumanji's not. I will Did say you Jumanji, think about that? Jumanji is kind of... Yeah, I thought about it. I thought the ones with uh, the Kevin Hart ones. Oh, yeah. The first one, though. The second one stinks. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: that was the one I was thinking about.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, my last guess.
1: Yep, last guess.
0: Oh, wow. I'm going to go with... I'm going to say my last... I'm going to say The Avengers. Mm, I don't even know if nope. you've seen them. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: Not a big uh, superhero movie yeah. person. Right. Uh, my last guess, Top Gun.
0: Top Gun is my. Yeah. Yes. So you had my first, second, and fourth. Bam. Okay. I would love to hear that Dark Knight didn't make your list. Oh, my God.
1: I don't even know how. The only spot it maybe could go in is five.
0: Top Dark Knight?
1: Yeah. Damn.
0: That's my number one. All right. So what's your five? Five is Casino Royale. Mm -hmm. Four, Top Gun, new one. Three, Avatar. Two, Avengers Ending. One, Dark Knight.
1: I should have known. I thought that was more
0: Alyssa's thing. Not a good movie. Not th- I don't really love it. The-, the new one kind of stinks.
1: So I had your one. One,
0: two, and four. So that's five, nine, and
1: Eleven. 11. So I got 11 points. All right, so my five, Shooter.
0: Okay, with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Yep.
1: Uh, four, Top Gun, new, new one. one. Yep. Three, Crown Royale. Crown Royale? What's mm-hmm. Crown Royale? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. That's what I meant. Top three, huh? <laughs> Top three. Hey, I don't huh? even
0: know the freaking name of it. I was thinking about drinking. <laughs> uh, number two, The Town. Yep, there you go. Number, one, number one,
1: Fast Five. Easy.
0: Oh. I, mean, I think I'll say this. I I think the Fast Furious sound movies are fine. The soundtrack is great, but dude, the premise of those movies is so dog water. But it's fast, so unrealistic. Fast Five
1: is easily the best one.
0: Out of those five, and they're all dog one. They weren't even have made my top ten. None oh, of the fast 5 They're Sorry. making another one. It's like Fast X. It's like I get you go make a bunch of money.
1: After Fast Five, it's gone downhill. Ever but, since Paul Walker. Yes, yeah. but I'm, I'm fast just saying. I think he might be making a guest appearance in this last one, in this new one. He's dead. <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> but they're they do like crazy stuff. Shit? Yeah, I don't like that. I think or they have like a double person or whatever. Anyways, I don't like. Um. alright so you had my two and four yeah you so had my one two and four four and two so that's six, six you have five points. more points to me.
0: I can't believe the Dark Knight damn Fast Five is your Duh. number one action movie yes that easy. is wild easy I mean in no offense it's a little flawed he didn't even know the name of the Casino Royale Casino movie Casino Royale not talking about it and then he thought Rocky was an action movie which <laughs> hey, is different all, than, I, hey. all I'm saying is dog
1: Three one. I four. actually
0: this is let's do this too. Let's do this. Say your list of top five. Let's go back to the old school ways too. You won this one. Give your top five. I'll give my top five. We'll let the people vote whose top five is better. We'll go back old school. We'll see. Say your top five. Shooter, top gun, casino royale, the town, fast five. And mine is Casino Royale, Top Gun, Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Dark Knight. We'll see who votes. Now I'm not this is. he still won. I get that. <laughs> we'll see who vote. we'll see who wins. Cause TikTok people love us with our <laughs> top fives yeah so we get new people all the time and that's it that's all i got all right episode 61 wrapped up peace peace one two